Hi everyone, I'm Eleanor and you're listening to Sweet Deviation, the podcast designed to help you navigate, organize, and get creative while living with ADD. In each episode, I'll share personal stories, tricks, and insights that I've used to break through daily challenges. And together, we will lean into the diagnosis and stop fighting our natural tendencies. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode. This is actually a full episode. I've been doing small little bits for the declutter challenge that we're doing, but this is a full-fledged 20 minute long, most likely episode. And if I sound exhausted, it's because I am. I want to tell you all that I have been planning this declutter challenge and partly because it does keep me on task and I really enjoy it. I really think that I have found my home. I think I, this is my jam here, but I started working on it and I had posted a couple of things and I was testing out some of the technology. If y'all have been here before, you know, that technology and I are not always friendly. But I'm determined to figure this out. So in the past, I had been, I've done this for years now. I've had my website up since 2015. So, you know, I've had plenty of time to learn how to do the integration with uh, my mailing system. But I would always be so embarrassed that I would send emails out and the merge tags never could work. I did everything I could. I took every, you know, class that that they offered and I got on customer service and I paid extra fees to get help. And I don't know why that part just kind of fell through the holes in the brain because it, it never stuck. But recently, I have wanted to kind of revisit it now that I've had the Stratera. I've got the benefit of having so much more focus. I cannot overstress that. I have, in the last, gosh, you know, months since we've been shut down, um, it's been a real game changer. If you think you might have ADD and you're not sure, I think you owe it to yourself to go see a doctor and, and, and really find out. In fact, I had received a newsletter since I've been doing research in this area. I have set up alerts. And one of the big things that came up in the area of ADD is that they're finding that a lot of people have been diagnosed recently. So I don't know if the shutdown did to everybody else, but we're just bouncing off the walls and our significant others are thinking like, hey, Maybe you need to see somebody about that because the numbers came back and they were surprisingly high. A large number of people are are seeing and trying to get help for their undiagnosed ADD. So in my case, when I was young, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't get in big trouble, you know, no one really thought ADD and I'm in my fifties. So that certainly changed by the time Jim came around. Jim is a little bit younger than I am. I won't say how much, but by the time when Jim was in school, ADD was a thing. And so they did diagnose him and he had, uh, well, the ADHD and he did get medication for that, that he stopped taking, you know, once he was in the Marine Corps or probably sooner. I don't know. My point being that there is a surge of this. So this might actually apply to more people than I had first anticipated. So I've been trying to organize this, the automation and really integrate this website. We're still trying the rebranding for my fiber stuff. There's a lot of moving parts here. In addition to uh, the crazy weather we've had in Texas, we had that frost uh, that really just took us by surprise. I had brought some of my plants inside the house and can you believe that they died in the house? Because the weather, it was freezing 
temperatures in our home. So uh, yeah, it's been kind of nutty lately, but I'm determined to get this done. So I was started to work on the integration. And partly is I'm trying to figure out, you know, what happens when you trigger this and you do that. If you don't know about the mail, like the mail integration, don't even worry, just follow along for this because the good part comes later. I was just testing out to see if I had done it right. So I had set up like a, a, a post and it would be like blah, blah, blah. And then if they sign up, then they would get an email and the email literally said like, oh, I hope you really like this awesome whatever and blah, 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 blah. And it was intended to be practice, right? So I would have Jim, he was in the room, but I would text him. I said, hey, log in to see if you actually get this. Did I do it right? Test this thing for me. And while we're doing that, I get a bing and somebody has, I don't know how, but they have found it because I wasn't, it was published, but it wasn't really promoted. So it might've been that the person that was on my website somehow, I don't know how, (laughs) but they managed to kind of coincide with the time that I was testing this. You have no idea the level of panic that went through this place because I instantly knew that I had to hurry up and figure out what I was doing and try to make it as seamless as possible for the person on the other end. And I won't say any names, but if that person happens to have found that uh, post because they were listening to this podcast, which is very likely, they're probably listening right now. And I apologize, but we made it right. I stayed up till 4 a.m. integrating all of the emails and the auto replies and all of the stuff that I had promised in this post that I had made previously. And so today's Creative Solutions is one of the um, things that I had promised in this pack. So here I am. So we're going to jump onto it. That was a long five-minute introduction, but I've been gone for a while. So here you are. Now you know what I've been up to. All right, let's get started. So I wanted to talk about the creative storage solutions in part of the, the declutter challenge. And if you don't know about the declutter challenge or you still want to join us, there's plenty of time. Log on, go to uh, www.sweetdeviation.com backslash declutter. I'm going to have to redo that because I'm not really certain. I want to put it in the show notes. How about that? So anyhow, we have the declutter thing going on and apparently people are following along. And today is day five of the challenge. And we're talking about creative storage solutions and what I have done in the past in using my ADD. Like I, I had no idea that I was doing this, but now that I do the research, I'm thinking like, ah, now it makes sense because there's two different ways of of approaching a problem. And some people are very linear and they'll approach a problem and it's like A, B, C, and D, and it just all makes sense. But people with ADD and possibly ADHD, um, we have a tendency to just kind of be everywhere, right? So we're nonlinear and it's wonderful for the creativity because we just get wonderful brainstorms and ideas just, boom, they just come from everywhere. We can be a little overwhelming for people who are linear because they can't track. And I have now begun to understand that frustration for them. And I'm really sorry. I didn't always think that. I always kind of thought maybe people were just a little rude or... um. I don't know. I just don't know. But 
there is a difference and it's important that we recognize this and there's not a judgment attached to that you know good if you're linear there's been benefits to that but i have to tell you i find a lot of benefit with being non-linear and the the storage solutions for me was one of those examples right because i could find something and what i had suggested we do today we're on day five so we've already done a lot of decluttering and getting rid of tossing throwing and whatever but now we were talking about how to use creative solutions i have them go into a uh, a space that they're that they're working on and make a list just kind of take a picture of one part of the room right so you can eliminate all the distractions you want to you don't want to look at the whole thing at once just one little piece of it take a snapshot of it on your smartphone and then look at the picture not at the actual place but on the picture you're going to be really clear and see what needs attention right so i had taken a picture and i had a bunch of just honestly i had craft supplies i had a mess so I had set aside a place where I was going to put all the containers because that's one of the most important elements is you want to have a container, right? Everything has to have a home. And we sort things by category and we also sort things by size. So in this case, I you know I had my sorting done and I had found containers. And one of the containers I had was a bread box, if you can imagine. Who has bread boxes in this day and age? I did. And um, I had found that I really didn't want to part with it. I kind of liked the bread box. I thought it was useful because it's sturdy wood. You know, how, how often do you find that kind of, you know, good sturdy uh, wood? If I had to build it, I couldn't have built it as well. So I didn't want to part with it, but I, I also didn't want it on my cabinets. And I didn't like where it had been stored underneath the pantry all these years, just doing nothing but taking up my space. So I dusted it off and I had also found during this declutter challenge uh, four pepper mills. You know the big pepper mills where you go like to Olive Garden or whatever and they fancy want to put pepper all over your salad? Uh, so I managed to accumulate some of these years ago, like four or five years ago, when a manager of a steakhouse was uh, replacing all their mills, I wound up with about four or five of them. And I found that they fit pretty well and I decided to make them legs on this bread box to get it up off the ground. So after I painted the whole thing, it actually turned out pretty awesome because it has the glass opening so we can put our sunglasses, our gloves, um, you know, we'll put keys in there obviously. And now it's especially nice because we have a place to keep all of our uh, face masks. I have a packet of disposables, but we also, you know, I have the different face masks and Jim has his and I have mine, but that's a good place to keep them because we know on the way out when we grab our keys, we have them there. So that was one example of how this idea of a bread box, you really had to kind of think outside of the box. Haha. <laughs> and, and that's what I did. And that was one example. And another one was, uh, you all have met my friend Chris, if you've been here in podcasts before, he and I had a nice interview a few weeks ago. When Chris had come to visit and Jim and I had just moved into this house, I was pretty stumped. You know, the house is older and it's different. Like the layup is different. They didn't have a lot of cabinets. Our pantry is literally like a million years old and it's just like an armoire that's stands alone. Well, not an armoire, but it's just a cabinet. It's, it's an actual pantry. And, you know, it's dark and it's deep, so it's not really accessible. And I didn't have a lot of cabinet space in the kitchen that I thought was useful. So I had a lot of my gadgets on the countertop. And when my friend Chris came over, I said, hey, you know, I'm just kind of wanting to organize this. And he said, oh, I think you should put your, I had a 
in a parlor. We had the parlor. And I had, it's kind of like a fancy room. We never use it. But I had a an, an armoire there that I had gotten, you know, over the years. And I didn't use it. We don't have a TV in that room. And it was just kind of a place where I was keeping the games, you know, kids, board games and that kind of stuff. But it wasn't really being used well. And Chris said, why don't you drag that into the kitchen and put it in that empty space where you need cabinets? And I thought that was just the dumbest idea. And I told him so too. So he's not learning anything <laughs> he hadn't already heard when he hears this, if he hears this. But I agreed. We did it because I'm all about, you know, trying new things out. So the three of us moved that giant armoire into the kitchen. And once we finally got it there and it fit right, I just could, didn't have the heart to tell him I hated it. And I didn't want it there. At that point, I thought like, oh, whatever. I'll deal with it after he leaves. You know, he was visiting. Let's not put the guy to work the entire time he's here. But because of my unwillingness to really take care of the problem at the time, it stayed there for a few months. And then I discovered that if I'm, because it has a power cord in it, right? Like where the TV used to be. So it has a surge protector. I put my KitchenAid in there. I put Blender in there. I put my toaster in there and a few other like kitchen gadgets and they all fit. And then I moved some flour in there because I that's where I do my bread baking. I love baking bread. And all of my baking tins can line up upright vertically rather than stacked on top of each other. Stacking baking trays makes no sense to me because if you need the one on the very bottom, you got to pull everything out. And this method is great because if I want to make a pizza, I can just roll in there and just kind of like a file, pull out the pizza stone or whatever. So that was another example that I used in this um, particular session of the declutter challenge that we are able to think of different ways to use things that we normally have. So that's the challenge today is to find this way of, of being. So the linear task is to look at the picture and don't stray from it. It's one, it's like left to right, just look at all of the stuff that's in the way, all of the problems. So I had way too many hats. I had way too many scarves. I've got, you know, shoes that I haven't used God knows how long. So outside of the tossing of those, which we have already done at this point, I wanted to talk about how to be creative about that. So I have awesome hats. I'm not going to lie. Some of them I've made myself because I use my alpaca fiber to make some pretty wicked hats. And I'll be sharing some of these soon if you want to head over to the, to the website because I'm finally at the point where I can... I can be proud of them. It's taken me a long time to, I always felt like, oh, you know, they're just not as good as I like them to be. And I'm over it. But the, the hats are awesome. So I decided that I was going to showcase them in this space. And I also, in my decluttering pile of stuff that I didn't know what I was going to do with, I had some old lamps that I thought I could rewire. I was going to fix them, right? Because I'm super handy. No. I was going to have Jim rewire the lamps. And in the end, it just, I never got around to doing it. And honestly, do I need another lamp? No, but I did need hat stands. So I cut off the old wiring that was busted on these lamps and yanked it out. And now I have the coolest hat stands. So that worked out beautifully. Those are small examples of how you kind of can brainstorm and our, our creative ADD spunk just really digs in for us because it helps us to think of these things that are not necessarily what most people would consider a solution. So the right brain is going to take like kind of brainstorm, right? So if you have to grab a piece of paper, which is what I do, and I think, okay, like here's the challenge. I have all of these hats. I had to decide, okay, well, do I want to 
do I want to store them or I want to display them? Well, I've gone through a lot of trouble to make them and I don't want to just store them because that doesn't make sense. Um, I wanted to display them. So there I started to think about all the different ways that I could display these hats. And that's how I came up with the solution, looking around to the things that were part of my problem, right? The lamp posts that I want, or the lamp, um, the lamp stands that I wasn't going to use again. So that turned into one of my solutions. So I am bringing this to you now because I want you to consider that two things. Consider joining us because this declutter challenge, trust me, it's not going to be 10 days for me because I've got to do the same thing I'm, I'm doing now and repeat it in every other space in this house because we are still very much interested in... Um, possibly listing the house for sale. And so that's my that's my hope. But I can't really have an agent come over in the condition that it's in because again, because of the frost, we had a lot of stuff that we had to replace pipes and it was a mess. And um, this is my this is my challenge for this month. I want to do my spring cleaning a little early. So join us if you can. And then try the linear looking at it through a picture, and the nonlinear, trying to figure out how uh, you can get creative with the problems that you have found in the first step. All right, so we're going to go over a couple of other things very, very quickly. How to organize small items was an issue that came up a few times. And uh, we have talked to you before about finding unusual storage containers. For me, I like storage containers. Little glass storage containers with lids are awesome. They're stackable. They're clear. They're pretty. You can see exactly what's inside of them. And they come in a variety of sizes. And I also like Altoid tins. And I don't know, I, I'm a, I've got a thing for boxes, like the little chocolate boxes. What do they call? Whitman's chocolates. Love those. So um, I always like it when Jim comes home with a box of those chocolates because those are stackable. And you can decorate them if you want to, if you have the time and if you have a fabric that matches your decor those are easy or paper you can easily do that I have a little Altoid a needle pin case so when I do my um, like st small stitches or some of my embroidery I have that little case and I know it's got all the right needle sizes that I have uh, I don't keep thread in there but I do keep a threader and then I have inside a little magnet that I've glued onto it so that even if it falls over, those pins and needles aren't gonna just go everywhere because God forbid, right? Nobody wants that. I also have a, a secondary little uh, tin that I use for my knitting and I keep knitting um, like stitch markers there. And this may not apply to those of you who aren't knitters, but I, I use it as an example. I have a little scissors and I have measuring tape in there and it's a small little kit. And I know that that's something that I can just toss in my bag if I need to go somewhere and I have what I need. The kits like those are good and also um, glasses. I've only started wearing glasses in the last couple of years and every time I go to the doctor they give me a new glass case. So I have more glass cases than I need and they're often pretty sturdy, right? And they have a nice closure on them. So that would be a good way to keep a little kit handy if you needed it or the kids need it for school or what have you. All right. I also want to talk about DIY storage ideas and two of the funnest things that I did recently, I found, well, Jim found some BBs and he was like, I want to throw these away. He's been so good because he's on the kick too. He's getting my emails, right? Because I made him sign up. So he's been doing his at 10 item toss and he had BBs and I was like, no, no, no. I hesitated because I'm telling him like, don't, don't second guess. You got to just commit and throw it away. <laughs> but I was there and I saw him throwing away those BBs and I was like, I need those. I took two tins, like cake tins out of the kitchen and I put BBs on the bottom 
and I put the second tin on top of that. And now I have a little lazy Susan. So I could put stuff in there and because of the BBs, they roll underneath it and it works beautifully. So there you go. There's a free idea for you. Uh, creative solutions also. I have uh, been weaving. I'm, I'm working on a weaving class. In fact, if you heard some pinging earlier, that's probably what that was. I'm taking orders today. My, my email just went out before I got on today about the weaving class that's coming up. So I was kind of frustrated because I have a lot of little supplies. I have supplies that go with weave. I won't bore you with the details. But I thought I also need a stool. I use my, my piano bench and I have to carry it over and it's kind of big and clunky and heavy because I've got tons of stuff in there, right? My music and whatever. But I thought I'm going to have a bucket. When we did karaoke, Jim has a bucket and we've got microphones in it. I think you can get these at um, like a hardware supply, but they have the bucket covers, I guess for tools, I would imagine. But we used ours for microphone stands or not stands, microphones for wires. And just, you know, we'd keep little bits of water in there, whatever uh, to drink. So I thought, you know, I'm going to get a bucket like Jim's and he has a screw-on pad on there, so he would actually use it as his seat. So he would carry all of our wires and microphones and equipment in there and then sit on it. So that was awesome. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. I'm, I'm probably not going to take his, though. He wouldn't like that. I think I'll order my own. But I have plenty of Lowe's, Lowe's buckets. I just need to find the cover and the pad for it, which I'm going to try to do this weekend. And then I can keep all of my weaving stuff, my shuttles and all of everything that I need in there. And it's all in one spot. And when it comes time for me to thread that loom, because I'm telling you it's a backbreaker if you don't have the proper seat, that bucket would be the exact right height that I need. So I'm super hyped that this challenge is actually helping me to kind of think outside of the box. Sometimes you forget that these are things that you have done and can do again. So I am, again, trying to stay within the 20 minutes. So I'm not going to go into much more detail, but I will tell you this. I would love for you to join us. I have some really super cool ideas about how to save sentimental things. I did this for my, for my kids. Um, I, I have an email address for my kids. So if I come across something, I'll take a picture of it. And then I send it to that email address to it's their email address, but they don't know this, right? Well, they probably do now. But I intend that I think I can keep those things that I come by because they don't millennials are weird this way. I have to tell you, they don't really want a lot of stuff. I think I, I have awesome stuff. And they don't really care about any of it. On the other hand, I guess it's the Z generation. That little one will come up here and I'm sometimes thinking she's watching the clock to see when she gets to keep my things because she's all about liking the books and the, the crafty stuff and the gadgets and the old fashioned, you know, tins and stuff. She's, she's a real hoot. But my older kids definitely are more streamlined. So it's a good way to keep sentimental things that I personally don't want to just toss away. But if I can take a picture, like I had a picture of my son with one of his old, you know, uh, drawings and I have the picture now and I sent him a copy and I have a copy of the picture and it's digital so there you have it that's just another idea one of these days they'll open up that email and they'll be able to share all of these awesome treasures with their very own kids so that's just a, a taste of some of the stuff that I'm offering up in the declutter challenge so please consider joining us I told you that I would find out what that address is and I'm going to go ahead and do it right 
If you'd like to join me for the 10-Day Declutter Challenge, head on over to SweetDeviation.com backslash declutter dash challenge. That's SweetDeviation.com backslash declutter dash challenge. We'll see you there.